Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, he is. And right now, before we get to Doug, we'll take the 10th color. They want a $25 gift certificate from Sorgles at 412-922-1020. But Doug would like to talk to you. So get on the phones. Gardening season is here, even though some flurries are awaiting us this week. We're going to have some warm weather as well, and we've really experienced a great start to the month of March. And obviously here on the waning days of the month, it has been a spectacular month, so you got to believe April will be even better, and that means it's planting season. So whatever is on your mind, call him right now. All of our lines are available, 866-391-1020, and we'll be talking trees with Davy Trees coming up in just about 20 minutes. Good morning, Doug. Good morning. You know, it's funny when you say that about April. I talked to some gardening friends the other day, and they're just like, boy, the start to March has been, uh, the start to spring in March has been wonderful, but boy, I bet you April's going to be cold. So you're looking at the positive, Rob, which I like. You're, you're one of those uh, full glass guys, half full, right? I, I guess. Depends on what's in that glass. After this weekend, it could be bourbon. <laughs> I actually left the windows open last night so I could listen to the rain, and that was nice. Uh, so, yes, welcome back, Davy Tree. We'll be talking to the experts from the company through the entire season. This week, it's Rob Krulljack who has a spring checklist for us. I'll be looking forward to picking his brain uh, after the 730 news break. And Forsythia is starting to bloom, and this is our indication that – What's coming next <laughs> is crabgrass and other weeds uh, sprouting, too. And so for those of us that are organic, uh, and you're all organic, right, uh, we use corn gluten meal to, to stop crabgrass. And corn gluten meal is uh, completely benign to us. It is a, a byproduct of the corn milling process. And how it works is when you put it down, uh, it will... The, the seeds, the weed seeds will start to sprout, but then they can't complete the germination cycle. And so it's wonderful because, you know, you could apply it with your hands if you wanted to. It, it can't hurt you, and it stops any seeds from sprouting. Well, that's the trick, not just weed seeds, so you can't, um, you know, put new grass seed down. I use it in a lot of different ways, though. Uh, you know, it's basically used as a, as a, you know, for lawns to stop crabgrass. And the trick is it has to be applied now because we know these seeds are going to sprout soon. That's what the forsythia tells us. But you could use it in other spots of the garden later in the season. So let's say we had a bed of bean seeds. And so as soon as the bean seeds sprout, I could put some corn gluten meal down to stop any other annual seeds from sprouting. See how it works? And so, yeah, as I said, safe, easy to find. It's, it's 
ground in two different ways. When you get it at the garden center, it'll go through a spreader. If you buy it at a feed store, like maybe Pittsburgh Agway stores would have something like this. I'm sure they will. Uh, then it doesn't go through a spreader, so you just apply it by hand. Uh, it's a great way to deal with, with weeds uh, safely. And uh, Rob was, as Rob was saying, boy, it is planting season. Yes, it's going to get cold out there, but it's going to get warm again. That's spring. And so take a look at all that cool weather stuff that I love to grow, the lettuces and the greens and all that other stuff. It's Oh, it's just great to get started. I took my pansies out of the unheated greenhouse and have them out in the garden, and they're staying out there. Even if it's going to get to 32, it doesn't matter. There's nothing left that Mother Nature has in her to stop pansies or some of these other cool-weather crops. And if you need a great way to get into the gardening spirit, I'm giving free virtual organic gardening classes every Thursday at 4.30. I've partnered with Farm to Table of Western Pennsylvania, and I've got classes uh, how many left seven classes left and uh, i've got pictures of everything we're talking about this week we are going to talk all about preparing the garden for planting plus some cool stuff to put in the garden too all the information is at dougoster.com and speaking of farm to table of western pennsylvania they're sponsoring doug's free seed shacks those are these boxes that used to be filled with newspapers that you would see on the street where you'd throw a quarter or 50 cents in and get a paper out well i've got a bunch of old boxes. Now I've got them painted. I uh, want to give a uh, shout-out to my friends at the local FedEx office here in McKnight, on McKnight and Ross for helping me create some really cool signs for the boxes. I'm going to put one of these boxes somewhere next week as a beta test to see what you think of it. And so next week I'm going to uh, announce where the box will be. There will be some cool free seeds in there. You know, the free seeds are going to be down in the city for people that, that need it, but they're also going to be uh, some weird stuff that you you need a little expertise to to grow. And so those will be up in some of these boxes in the area, and it's been a fun project, and those boxes look good once they were painted. Uh, we're giving away a book today, and that is The Container Herb Gardening, Complete Container Herb Gardening by Sue Getz. Filled with lots of great information. I liked it a lot, growing herbs and pots. Uh, all you have to do is go to DougOster.com, click on that contact button, and say, I want to win the book or I'm a winner, whatever, something like that. And my trip to Croatia in July is on. All we need is our shot. If you've got your shot, you can go. They're letting us into Croatia. Uh, looks like hopefully we'll be through this by then and a 12-day trip to Croatia on a private yacht. All the information is at DougOster.com. I've got probably three or four cabins left. If you have a gardening question today, you can't get through, you're too shy to call, just go to DougOster.com. I answer every question I get and I'll be answering after the show for about an hour. But let's talk today. We need me to talk about gardening. Uh, give a call, 866-391-1020. And Rob, could we squeeze a caller in if there's one there, or should you and I just chit-chat? No, I'm going to try. we got a caller. I'm going to try to squeeze this caller in. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm fine. Good morning. I had a question. I have um, four trees that I need to fertilize. Uh, the, ones, the two that have been in the ground now for this will be the third season uh, are a bro- um, a contorted larch, and the other one that's the third season in the ground is a Persian ironwood. Both of their trunks are approximately three to four inches in diameter. And the last is I have two uh, Bruns Serbian spruces. 
Well, first off, nice choices. <laughs> Secondly, oh. uh, there's a, a organic fertilizer that's very easy to find out there, and it's called Tree Tone. So the word tree and then tone, T-O-N-E. Okay. And that will be perfect. There will be application rates on there for the size of the tree, and uh, that's that's all you'll need. Uh, how are those trees doing? They're they're doing their thing, okay? Three years old? Uh, yes, actually they are. Except um, I I had some. <laughs> I think last year with the larch, I I went on vacation in November and I came back and the bottom branches of the larch were gone. But they were lying on the ground like no one ate it, and it turned out that a buck had come and rubbed his uh, antlers and deep uh, trees. Oh, that's <laughs> waited until my back was turned, and on vacation I was so mad. <laughs> but anyway, I put them all in little cages this winter. And uh, in fact, could you advise when it might be safe to take those little cages off? In well, general, as far as rubbing, I mean, I know you can't mind read deer, but. Well, as far as rubbing is concerned, those can come off. But as far as feeding is concerned, you know they're still gonna they're still gonna eat. But I don't think they're gonna want those trees. So no, I think be no, I've not it. had any trouble. But I just got paranoid after the little antler episode. Right, you want those you want those on for you know September through December or something like that. Well, Karen, thanks very much for the call. It's great to squeeze a caller in here for the first uh, segment. All right, KDK Radio and JP Roofing and Metal Buildings want to put a roof over your head valued at $8,000. Is your roof looking a little rough? Are the shingles damaged from past storms and winter weather? Register for your chance to win a brand new roof installed by JP Roofing at kdkradio.com slash contest. Ah, uh, yes, he is, and he wants to talk to you. Let's begin with Ron in Cheswick. Hi, Ron. Good morning. I uh, guess is my lucky day, and while I was on hold, I had a second question, if I may, for Professor Doug. Uh, off the bat, I realized that I need to go and buy a pH tester. I was trying to figure out a way how to use my pH strips, but uh, so do you, is there anything I should be looking for on that? And if I may, the second question uh, whenever I did send my garden samples out to uh, Penn State Ag and I got the report back, it said the calcium was like off the charts. But the only thing I ever added to my garden was uh, mushroom manure. So is is there need I have any concern about that uh, high level of calcium? Thank you. Well, yeah, let's start with the second question. Now, there's nothing you can really do about it. So, yeah, don't sweat that. High calcium is 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 a good thing. It's not going to it's not going to be a negative thing. Now, what area do you live oh. in? Hello? What area what area do you what area do you live in because uh down in the South Hills, Andy Anrime at EV True Value, he he loans uh people a really oh, I'm nice up, I'm up north. I'm by uh, Deer Lakes Park. Okay, well, you're not going to want to go all the way down to Bethel Park, but he actually loans his customers a really nice pH meter and it's like a I don't know. It's an expensive pH meter. Uh, so, oh, yeah, out, I mean, out of my ball game. Yeah, there's there's two ways to go about it: buy that big, really cool scientific device, or you know, just get the the nicest soil test kit you can. But I mean, for the nine dollars that you know Penn State wants for for the test, you know, you'd only need to be tested. I would think you know every few years your soil. Uh, you know, if you're doing the right thing and, and everything's growing good, 
you know, your pH isn't going to change that quickly. You know, we're most concerned with the pH. It sounds like you're you're doing good fertility-wise. So if it was me, the most accurate test that I know of is the is the Penn State test, except for, you know, if you just want pH, that scientific meter that uh, Andy loans his customers would be the next way to go, and it's, it's kind of pricey. So thanks for your call. Uh, well, the, go ahead. Uh, the other part was I, I'm also uh, concerned, well, my me and my friends, I'm also, uh, we're trying to start through, we want to sell both of these houses, so we're concerned about trying to pretty up our lawn and listening to the other hardware store guys. It's like, uh, oh, maybe we should we should be testing the pH. For well, yeah, that, also. But 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 you only need to test that once, and that's gonna that's gonna give you a number that's gonna be there for a while. And so you get the you get the number for your lawn, what the pH is. You have that scientific number. Now you have a scientific formula to get it back to what you want it to get at. You know. Uh, if you're up north, let me tell you about if you want to green up that lawn and you want to do it cheap, there's this fertilizer I love. It's called Revita, and it's 50 pounds for $20, and it's at the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Agway stores. It has to be in that, like, six-store chain, and then also at Han Nursery. Uh, yeah, you want to get your pH right, but you, this stuff is basically just dehydrated chicken manure. It's organic. You throw that on your lawn. Your lawn's going to get green. All right. Thanks so much for your call. All right. Let's move on now to Nancy up next on KDK and the Organic Gardener with Doug Oster. Hi, Nance. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Speak up just a little bit, please. Okay. Sure. Um, my question is about grape arbors. Uh, we had some grape arbors, grape vines here in our property that are probably 60 years old and over the last couple of years have developed a fungus. You know, they start to grow great. Um, in early summer, and then they get black spots and rot. And okay. Fall off. Yep. Yep. So last fall, we took them down to the ground, um, cut them down, um, discarded them. So now, what's our next step? Will they Will they come back? They'll be back, um, but you're going to want to treat those that new growth with. A organic fungicide. Uh, okay. What you're just what you're describing is 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 very common and it's heartbreaking with grapes because they'll look so good. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of end of the season, it's like what they all just shrivel up and turn black, and it's it's just mm-hmm. awful. So what we do is as soon as that let's watch that plant when it starts to put its vines on again. As soon as we get that green new green growth. We'll start start a regime of uh, organic fungicide spraying, and it depends on which what you're using, what what product. Read the label, but it'll be something like every 21 days, something like that, or every two weeks, or and and you you got to keep spraying that plant through the season to to stop the the fungus problem. And and with all with most fungal issues, you, it's so important to start this application before you see signs of damage. You'll do so much, it's so much easier to stop that uh, from from uh, affecting the plant if we, we know it's going to get it, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and so we apply as soon as we see new growth, that new leafy green growth, and that should solve your problem. Uh, and those they should be sprouting up here pretty soon. Uh, with uh, that's a, what with I was going to say. Will they come? Will they come back this year? 
I, uh, that I'm not sure of. You know, with an old plant like that, I, I doubt it. Uh, but okay. you never know. You know, it might it might put on growth and and go nuts, and and may, maybe there's some vines left over. We'll see what happens. But okay, uh, just be sure to treat it with a, a fungicide as it as it grows, and then continue that every year, and you should be getting grapes either this year or next year. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, listen, we're going to get to a break. We'll come back on the other side. Lots to get to. Join Giant Eagle in supporting Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank and other local food banks in the mission to end hunger. You can help by donating today, Giant Eagle and get-go locations. You can also donate during the curbside order by typing Feeding America in the search bar. Details, kdkradio.com. All right, Doug's coming back. We've got a gift certificate from the good folks at Janoski's to give away. He's got Rob Krulljack here today. Davy Tree, their first appearance of the season it's springtime and that means there's a checklist that he and rob will go over in just a couple of minutes which is some really good stuff always good to have davy tree back for another season in the meantime phones are filling up quickly if you have a question for doug or rob you need to call us now 866-391-1020 866-391-1020 you can also get a message to us here at dollar bank instant access you can find that at kdk radio Com. Melinda Roder back with that news at 7.30, and then we're back with more of Doug Oster. DougOster.com, the organic gardener. And up next, first time for the season, Davy Trees, talking trees. Yes, he is, and what better way to start this half hour than by giving you an opportunity to win a gift certificate to Janoski's with the Greenhouse and Garden Center open this weekend. If you're the 10th caller at 412-922-1020, you're a winner. We are joined by Rob Krulljack from the Davy Tree Expert Company. He's going to give us a spring checklist. Rob, good morning. How are you? Doing well, Doug. Yourself? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, speaking spring, speaking spring, from a gardening standpoint, this this seems early. Does it seem early from an arborist standpoint, or is this a typical spring? Uh, a little early. Um, we're starting to have some uh, crab apples start to, to pop up near Cranberry and uh, here in my place in Richland Township, you know, my, my lilac's starting to, to butt out. So yeah. it, things are coming along. Um, I, I don't think it's early as some years past, but we're, we're, we're there. So uh, when we think spring checklist for the trees, what's the first thing that we should be looking at? Uh, you know, the, the, the buds are coming on to them. You know, it's a good time to start looking to see if, uh, you know, the, the, your plants have overwintered well. You could start checking for some some storm damage that may have occurred over the winter. Now that the weather's a little bit more favorable to go outside, you know, looking for maybe broken hanging branches, and such in trees that may have happened through the winter. Something that should be taken care of from a hazard standpoint. Um, and then just uh, yeah, fertilizing is a great time of year to do your fertilizing. Uh, well, let's, help uh, the, let me stop. Let, let me stop you right there with the fertilizing because we had a question about fertilizing. Oh, really? Great. How do you, you know, how do you fertilize a tree? Uh, because I told uh, the caller, like, okay, get some granular tree tone and just kind of sprinkle it around and follow the application of the bag. But as an expert, how, how would you go if you went to, to a house and said, that they, you know, to fertilize a tree? How would you guys do it? We use a, we use a liquid fertilizer um, that's, you know, injected into the soil under some pressure. So not only is it already, you know, liquefied, basically, so you don't have to wait for the, the pellets, the, the granular stuff to break down and go in the soil, mm-hmm. it's still slow release, so it gives the benefits of that fertilization throughout the summer months. And um, the injection of the, the, you know, water mixed with the fertilizer 
under pressure, you know, actually kind of fragments the soil underground, giving opening up pore space, you know, to allow more oxygen into the soil for the roots to absorb as well. So it's a little bit more beneficial and effective with a, a liquid fertilizer under pressure than the pelletized, you know, materials. And when you're thinking spring checklist, is there anything else that that specifically we should be looking at as far as trouble spots might be concerned? No, no, but you know, I, I look at spring more as the preparatory period for the the, the months to follow. Um, a good time to start putting some mulch down around the trees to you know start preserving some moisture and, and returning nutrients to the soil. Of course, we don't want to over mulch. Um, but no, that would, that would probably be my my biggest thing would be just uh you know preparing for the summer months ahead. Yeah, well, you know, we are contractually obligated to talk about volcano mulch anytime an arborist <laughs> brings up the word mulch. Uh, right. Let's just talk real quickly, and and yes, we have to do this every time. But there is a proper way to mulch. If you wouldn't it mind, is. I feel like it's, it's it's overdone, but it's so important, Doug, to yeah. you know not over mulch these trees. So what we're we're referring to here is that you know when you a lot of times go through a, a parking lot or a you know a, a public area and, and you see these these mounds of mulch coming halfway up the trunks of these trees. And we, we call it volcano mulching because it looks like little mini volcanoes. But that's one of the worst things you can do for a tree. It just, uh, you know, it holds moisture against the trunk of the tree that was never meant to be, like, underground. And essentially that's what you're doing to it. So that's where root rot can develop. It stunts the growth of the tree. Um, you know, we, we get into the, the issue of girdling roots coming up out of the, the soil we've planted that tree into and growing into the mound of of now decomposed mulch that's been packed there year after year for you know five or six years, the roots can grow around the trunk of the tree, and the tree actually strangles itself after a while. Oh. So you know, mulching should be no more than two inches. You know, wider is better than taller. I guess would be the the the, the yeah out there out there by the drip line, right, right by the right. edge of the 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 tree. Well, not the edge, but certainly not touching the bottom of the tree. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, stop the mulch before it gets to the base of the tree. And if you can go out to where the branches end, and we call that the drip line. And that's ideal in two inches. And, and you don't have to pile it on every year either. You know, a lot of times if you put it on a little too thick, you can just turn it over and, and it helps to, it to decompose better for that, that next year. Um, it, yeah, those vulca- the, the mulch volcanoes will actually shed water off away from the tree as opposed to you know, one of the benefits of mulching is to hold moisture in the soil for the, you know, the soil to, for the roots to absorb. And um, it, the, those, those big shielded volcanoes just shed that water right away from the tree. So it's counter. In a way, in a way, in a way, it's sort of maddening that we, we keep preaching this, but we always will keep seeing it. I, but you know what, Rob, I'm going to tell you, you're making a difference because as every time we talk about this, Somebody out there is like, oh, okay, I get it. That, that's the wrong way. Just, you know, when you see it out there and you don't know any better, you're just like, oh, well, I guess that's the way you do it. But it's not the way you do it. Uh, so we're moving into planting season. Um, what, what's the biggest mm-hmm. mistake that, that gardeners make when they're putting their own tree in? I, the biggest mistake I, I see made is just planting the tree too deeply. Um, 
you know, the, the, if, if you go online or whatever and you, you read a little bit, you know, you, you're, you're told to keep the, the top of the root ball a little bit above the, so, the, the grade that you're planting into an inch or so. But it's important first, before even doing that, to clean some of the dirt off the top of that root ball until you find where the, the trunk transitions into the root flare. Because at the nursery, when those trees are dug out of the ground, the, the, the tree spade that's used to pull them out, when the, the blades go in, they push dirt up on top of that root ball and kind of bury the, the actual bottom of the tree. So even if you're following, you know, some, some good recommendations and keeping that root ball a little bit above grade, the bottom of the tree can still be too deep. And, and again, that just leads to uh, girdling root issues or, you know, the, the tree not, not reaching its full potential because it, it's, it's too deep in the ground. So um, there, there's some great uh, treesaregood.org has some great diagrams and such on, on proper tree planting that, you know, I like to reference or pass out to people to, to show what is, you know, right. And all, you know, dishing out the, the hole, you know, not making it just a, an ogged out hole just big enough for that root ball to go in, but making it more like a, a dished out uh, type of structure so that the roots can really start getting into that loosened up soil that you, you turned over to, to plant the tree into. All right, Rob, uh, hang in there. Uh, I want you to stick okay. around if you can. I'm sure we'll have some tree questions. Now, next week, Absolutely. we're going to be talking to Miles Stevens about trees with curb appeal. And for more information about Davy Tree or to ask what's going on with your trees, go to davy.com slash kdka. Remember, you can always call the experts from the Davy Tree Expert Company at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. All right, back with uh, Doug and Rob in just a couple of moments on KDKA. And before we get to some callers, if we have time, this hour is about gone. Doug wants to get to a question from a listener that he got for Davy Tree. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, Rob, I got a question from Lori. She has a linden tree, and the branches are just breaking off and hanging there in different parts of the tree all over. Does that, uh, what, what do you think? Is that something you have to see, or can you comment? I'd like, obviously, I'd like to see it, but um, yeah, that, that's the question. I guess I usually start with: Are they live branches or dead branches? Um, you know, with the and if this just happened recently, that that windstorm we had the other night, uh, our other day, um, you know, could have dislodged a lot of weak dead branches that had been overwintering. So if that's the case, I wouldn't be too concerned. But if there's a bunch of living branches, still green branches that have broken and are hanging there. That, that 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 could be uh, a reason for concern. There's something else wrong with the tree. Um, okay. But yeah, that to have an arborist come out and look at it would be the best uh, idea at that point. Yeah, remember, Lori, that a certified arborist from Davy will come for free to take a look and and let you know what's going on there. All right, mm -hmm. so we yeah. ha we got we got to be done by 7:57. So give or take, we've got about six minutes left. So what do you say we take a couple of calls here and say hi? First off, to uh, Marianne, who's got a question that Doug is very familiar with the product, and that is garlic. Go ahead, Marianne. Hi, hi. Doug. Uh, this is Marianne. Good morning. Uh, I have a question. My garlic is up now. It's German uh, garlic. I got at Chinoskis. And it's about six inches high. Now, how do I protect it, if, or do I have to? You don't have to worry about a thing. You've got some good garlic there. I, I'm growing the same garlic from Janoski's, and uh -huh. it, it's doing what it's supposed to do, and it doesn't matter what Mother Nature has left in her, that garlic's going to be fine. Now, let me tell you, first off, you can harvest a little bit 
if you go to the very center of that plant and just kind of pinch that little green bud off, uh, don't take all those greens off because that feeds the bulb, but that's a great little snack out in the garden. And then what's going to happen next in June, you're going to get this seed head that's going to pop up, going to come straight up and then spin around. When it spins around, re remove it because we want the plant to focus its energy on making big bulbs, not on making seeds. And that seed head, it's called scape, uh, is tasty. Uh, you can grill them. You can, uh, I make pesto out of them. And then your garlic is going to be ready to be harvested when, in July, when about 50% of the greens turn brown. Okay? All right. Thank you for the call. One more call. This is Angela. A couple of minutes left. Angela, how are you? Welcome to KDK. You're on the air with Doug and Rob. And Rob, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, so we've been in our house a couple of years. We haven't put in a garden yet, and I'm thinking about doing a raised garden bed. Um, but I'm not quite sure because there's so many things out there. There, you know, there's some that are made of cedar, of pine, of plastic. What is, you know, the best thing to to do? Uh, it's all about your budget. You know, uh, rough cut cedar, and when I mean rough cut, that's just the grade in which you buy it from the lumber yard. Is the is the cheapest cedar you can get, and cedar will will it'll last for you know, a long time. I, I make my stuff out of cedar. But, you know, it's going to be pricier than pine. You know, the thing about the pine is it, it's not going to last longer than probably 10 years. Uh, plastic, on the other hand, mm -hmm. is, is fine if you can find something that works for you. I, I think the main concern for you, I mean, you, is what you're going to put in there. And so you want just, you know, you want to get good compost. Uh, now, for everybody out there in Allegheny County, or maybe your municipality does it too, they've dumped this free compost in the different municipalities. Uh, find out where where they dump it uh, where you live, and uh, that's good stuff. But if you can't find that, uh, go to your local nursery. Tell them you know the size of your bed, and and you know they'll sell it in bulk for you, and you'll be you'll be good to go. Uh, so there is no best for the raised bed. And in fact, in my raised beds, I don't have anything on the edges. I just pile up the, the compost. But if you want it to look a certain way, any one of those three would work. My preference would be the rough cut cedar. And uh, I go to a place that's called HP Star. They're not paying me to say that, but that's a, a lumber yard I use. And, and they help me because they, they'll cut it to, to size for me and everything. They're very helpful for a guy like me that has... Uh, doesn't know which side of a hammer to hold, okay? All right, she is done. Doug, you got two minutes. Go ahead. All right, Rob. Well, first off, I just want to appreciate tell you how much I appreciate you coming on the show and starting off uh, our Talking Trees segment for the year. Uh, we will talk to you the next time around. Remember, uh, for more information for about Davey, what's that? I said thanks for having me. All right, Rob. For more information about Davy Tree or ask what's going on with your trees, go to Davy.com slash KDK. And remember, you can always call the experts at Davy Tree at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. I'm answering questions after the show at DougOster.com. If you didn't get through or you're too shy, just uh, go on there, click the contact button. And remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter. You make it safer. 
with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. One thing you've learned to do in this industry is tap dance. You you, you knew exactly yeah, how Yeah, I tried to stretch that out, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking as slow as I could. You did good. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to talk about your day on the lake yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, go to my Facebook page. The Spring Peepers uh, were out, and Spring Peepers just remind me and Rob, uh, remind both of us of, of, of growing up in a different time, and uh, those peepers are so loud, uh, you can't even talk over them. So take a look at that. Thanks, Rob. All right, buddy. You have a great day. Listen, folks, we're going to keep it going. It's Holy Week Passover. Can't wait to talk to Joe and Frank Dentisi, of course, the Coons Cooking Hour. And then it's Heffron Tillotson's Your Money and You. About an hour from now, it'll be the morning commentary with Jim Meredith. To begin the second hour of the Ask the Advisor segment with Jamie Meredith. And coming up tomorrow night on my show, after local news at 6, we're going to kind of take a look back at the first quarter as far as technology and energy stocks with Brian Coble, who is the Chief Investment Officer at Heffron Tillots. And then, of course, today it's the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday show, the tournament, second day of Sweet 16, the Pens and Islanders last night, Pirate Baseball, the season opener, Chicago, coming up this week on the road. And, of course, we'll add a few other little things to the broadcast as well, so we hope you'll stick with us right through 1 o'clock today. Melinda coming up next with that news at 8 a.m. Good morning. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.